Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome, welcome to another edition of the Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company's podcast series. This is episode number 109. And today I want you to settle in and get comfortable. I don't care if you're driving, if you're walking or how you're listening to this. I don't really think it's a note taker kind of podcast. This one is more about emotions and thoughts and feelings. And we're going to go there. We're going to go to a place that isn't comfortable. When was the last time you have felt emotional overload? For me, it was on Saturday. I actually woke up and was sitting there. We had a normal beginning of our weekend, sat there with our coffees, and we were out in the deck with the dogs. And I started going through my TikToks. And I noticed that I just got teary-eyed after listening to a TikTok. And then I got a message a little bit later that morning from my middle daughter. And I just didn't even read the message. I just cried. (laughs) Yeah, right? Just cried. And then um, my husband tried to make me feel better in his way. But no, not really. Um, I'm sure he tried. I think that was his intention. However, I know his intention was not to make things worse. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that was the case. However, it didn't matter what anybody said. What I learned throughout that day is I needed time to process my emotions. I cannot step into a logical explanation to why or what or how or the reasoning, or the back end. I can't do any of that until I have processed my emotions. And I can say it took me most of the day on Saturday, about half the day, to stop crying. I was just (laughs) teary-eyed and emotional. Now, I know I'm a highly emotional person, but I don't typically cry out of the blue for no reason. So, I mean, I can sit there and blame my hormones. I can sit there and blame the heat and the weather. I can sit there and blame my previous self. But I'm not here to be a victim. I'm not here to share with you another sad, sad story or anything else about my life that isn't for my highest and your highest good. Here's what I learned from that experiences, from that experience. First of all, it is completely okay to have emotions. It is. It is completely okay to sit with those emotions. And how often do we sit with emotions that make us feel uncomfortable? I am a very proud person. I don't like to cry in front of other people. And um, I don't even know what set me off. I, I honestly don't know what set me off. And I'm not even saying there was um, a message, good or bad, about my daughter. I can't even say there was a... Actually, I can tell you about the TikTok. It was just very sweet and beautiful. And that emotion brought tears to my eyes. But emotions are emotions. And we are raised in a world where we are encouraged not to show our emotions. Happy, sad, good, bad. We are really encouraged not to show them. So when you see somebody and they're naturally happy... And they're naturally in a positive state. That's how you remember them. And that's how you accept them. And those people are the ones that you want to migrate towards more often than not. Those people are still allowed to have a moment or a day 
or a couple of hours of heavy emotions for whatever reason that might be. Now, this could go the same to your toddler or to your aging parents or to your boss. We're all allowed to have emotions and we're all going to deal with these emotions completely differently. Tony is a very logical person. Now, I haven't shared this with him yet because it took me most of the day to figure it out. I cannot, I cannot trump logic on top of my emotions. I need to deal with my emotions before I can think about logic. I am just not a logical thinker, especially when my emotions are in overload. Now, if we weren't in a vehicle driving somewhere, perhaps it would have been a good idea for me to have released some of that energy. But I had already done yoga that morning, and I did journal throughout the day while I was trying to release my energy. And I did let the tears come out, and I did sit in the uncomfortable peace, I guess, of my body. I can't think of the word, but I sat there as we were driving and I didn't say too much. I was kind of quiet because I know he was trying to help. I know that nobody meant harm to me that day. And I'm not even saying there was harm. I know my emotions were a little bit out of control. I'm not apologizing for that. I am just being aware of that. And when you are aware of that, you can make course corrections. But if you're aware of that, I want you to also be aware of what you normally do to handle emotional overload. Do you make big, massive decisions intentionally with a clear mind? So I'm not saying that you've had an emotional breakdown and you just make an impromptu decision. You know, those might happen sometimes. And if those have happened to you, go back and think. Oh crap, I did that on an emotional day. Uh-oh. Okay. Think about that. I'm not saying it's changing the tra- trajectory of your life or good or bad. That's not it. I just want you to go back right now and be aware of when you make decisions or how you emotionally respond to yourself, to your inner being when you are in emotional overload. What do you do? Do you journal? Do you go for a run? Do you expel some energy? Do you eat? Do you drink? Do you do drugs? Smoke pot, whatever. Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you yell and scream? How do you respond when you are in emotional overload? I retract. I overthink. I get in my own head. Hence, I journaled. Okay? I normally like a distraction, but there wasn't a distraction, so I had to journal. Um, I was still sitting at the football game with sunglasses on. I mean, I was in a better mood at this point and I did apologize. Um, I did, you know, let him know I wasn't upset with him by any means and he didn't do anything wrong. I did not share that I needed time to process my emotions to deal with before I could even think about logic, right? I, I didn't share that part yet. But I was super sensitive to tones of voices and physical responses because my emotions were heightened and I wasn't trusting myself in that moment. So now imagine if you were to add alcohol to that. Imagine if you try to numb out with those heavy emotions. And sometimes those heavy emotions completely come out of nowhere. But more often than not, those emotions have been buried deep inside and you're like a volcano 
ready to erupt. And the best way to avoid that, the best way to avoid a huge eruption is to take care of yourself daily. The ins and outs of your life, the little things that you do in your daily routine are going to help you from being in those moments. But I want you to know it is still okay for you to get there. I don't get into emotional overload very often. Yes, I'm a grandma. Yes, I juggle quite a few things. Yes, I'm in a blended relationship and we've got kids and attention going everywhere. I'm still doing, um, obviously working on my business and serving other people. But here's what makes a difference for me. And my family pops in almost every day. Just because. Somebody in my family pops in every day no matter what I'm doing. Just because. There's one more thing though. When you are sometimes feeling like you are going upstream all the time. That you're not surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Because you're just different in your thoughts. Or you're more emotional. Or you are more at one with yourself and you don't care so much about other people's opinions, but they still surround you and want to infuse you with that. You're still going to let a little bit of it slip out every once in a while. And it truly doesn't matter how much you take care of yourself. Where that makes a difference is how you respond to emotional overload. So on Saturday, I did not do my calm app. I don't think, so I didn't meditate. Um, I did journal and I did do yoga. So, I mean, I did set myself up for success and I still emotionally responded. That's okay. It doesn't happen often. I am one of those shining lights all the time that you see that I'm just beaming brightly and talk to people and make their days and hear their stories. But I too can have a moment and it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it didn't matter, both of those, what I did or didn't do differently. I was able to think things through and I was able to put things into perspective. And I was able, I don't want to say to flip the switch, but to absorb why I was not even understanding why I was emotional because that's irrelevant. We don't need to know the why. I was emotional. I was feeling emotional overwhelm. Now, yeah, run would have fixed that for sure, but not at 30 degrees. No. And we can't be all things all the time. And sometimes emotional overwhelm is because of the expectations that we've set on ourselves. And when other people point that out to us, for one reason or another, we just feel like that's one more area of failure. Although it's not, it feels like it. Or perhaps it feels like you're not good enough in that particular moment especially when you don't understand why your emotions are showcasing at that particular time. Okay. How many times in your life have you just blamed your hormones or like your period or other people? I want you to go in and think about yourself and think about why it emotionally, you emotionally responded to certain things. I know why I emotionally responded to both things. I don't know why I cried and reacted the way I did but I do know why I emotionally responded. These things, both of those triggers mean something to me. They created an emotional impact. I am an emotional person. If something stirs up an emotional impact, it is for a reason. It is something I don't want to run away from. Although the feelings made me uncomfortable, the emotional impact 
that those two scenarios had on me were for a reason. They're an opportunity for me to learn and to grow. The whole scenario on Saturday was an opportunity for me to learn and grow. Right? Grow in peace in terms of, okay, I'm just going to write down these journals. I'm just going to stay in my own thoughts for a little bit. I'm going to calm my breath with some four by four breathing and that didn't work. So the tears still flooded. I'm going to accept the fact that the tears are still going to flood and I'm going to communicate my desires and my needs. And I did communicate most of my desires and my needs. I just didn't share yet. And I will because I needed a little bit more time that you cannot trump logic when I'm feeling so emotional. I just need to feel loved in that particular moment. Because when I'm feeling that kind of emotion, I'm not feeling that kind of love to myself. And that means I need it from to come from a different source. This is me. You can be completely, completely different. But I don't, I don't think so. I think if you are full of tears and you are having the waterworks spill out, and I also know what set me off as a trigger. A girlfriend of mine had sent me a message that morning and she didn't like my response. <laughs> that was also a trigger. Um, you know, all in all, I don't want you to think of a, an emotional overload day as a bad day. I want you to think of it as an opportunity to grow, as something to work through, and then identify how often you're having them. If you're having these emotional days often, as a part of your day-to-day, you definitely want to reach out and get some help. You definitely want to just talk to somebody, see what would look a little bit different in your life, because there's so much that you're holding on to. And I'm sure that feeling of not enough is suffocating you every time you turn around. And that's why you feel like that. And that's a deep, deep rooted cause. You might not even realize that on the surface has anything to do with it, but I'm sure deep, deep down, that is your cause as to why you are responding the way you are responding. Now there's nothing wrong with tears and there's nothing wrong with emotions, but how do you deal with them? Do you drown them out? Do you ignore them? Do you push them away? Or do you sit there and absorb them? I absorb them. That was hard. I absorbed them. I learned from them. I wrote a whole bunch of things down. I finished my journal that day. Um, I was at, at the um, football game ready for it to start. And I took out my journal and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And I sat in the sunshine. Well, we had an umbrella up because um, it was so warm. And um, then I, all I could think about were the boys playing with their football equipment on and how much hotter they are, right? And then I started thinking about gratitude and how lucky we are to be able to watch Nathan play and be there amongst all of the other parents cheering on all of the kids. Somehow my emotional overload turned into peace and gratitude. Now, even on the way back, I was a little bit quieter than normal. And that is okay. I don't have these moments often, but I used to. When I was not in a good place in my life where I felt like the world was an uphill battle, I had these moments more often. When I had comments from my ex-husband or from people that were supporting my inner dialogue and my negative Nelly in those thoughts of not being good enough or not being on the right track or whatever, I can tell you I was an emotional overload a lot. That was my 
former me. I'm not in that space anymore. So now these moments happen fewer and further in between. I can't tell you the last time I really even cried like this, honestly. And that's probably why I was caught off guard. The tears just came. The emotions just showed up. Obviously, I needed to release them. Kind of like a volcano ready to erupt. I needed that release. I needed to sit with everything and to sit with my feelings. And I was in an environment where I had to do something different. So how do you handle that? How do you handle when heat, hormones, pressure, life, kids, demands, all of that, any of that makes you fall or slip into emotional overload? What do you do? Do you journal? Do you drink? Do you talk to a friend? Um, how do you handle those emotions when they surface? I know, um, life isn't always easy. And a lot of us have gone through so much over the last three or four years that sometimes we don't know when we're going to trigger somebody into a setback. Sometimes we don't know what other people's triggers are. And then all of a sudden they're set off. But the way you respond to other people, especially if you don't know their love language, especially if you don't know if they're an emotional or a logical thinker, your response to them can make a world of difference. And it can start with something as simple as, can I give you a hug? Are you okay? Hold the person. Love the person. Reassure the person. And then try to help and support the person. Because if they're feeling like this, they're obviously either comfortable sharing their emotions or their emotions are an overload and they're taking over. Um, and they definitely need a moment to feel secure. And if their emotions are like this, they're not going to feel secure on their own. They just need to feel loved in that moment. And we're not going to talk about external validation because that's not what it's about. It's more, if there's somebody around or if you see somebody, be there. Listen, don't offer advice, give them a hug, hold their hands, look them in the eye, support them. That's what they need more than anything first, especially if they're tripping over their words, if their head is all over the place, if they can't think straight. I can tell you some of the triggers for me. I haven't been home. Our weekends have been really busy between football and the retreats and trying to get a few things done. And Tony went skydiving. Our house needs to be cleaned. That's one more thing that I was hoping on getting done this weekend and it didn't happen. And that's, I know it's okay. I know it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, our dishwasher broke a couple months ago and i um, been washing dishes by hand that's okay. I don't mind. I'm full of gratitude when I do that. But you know, that time is diverted a little bit more and we go through seasons in our life, right? So seasons in our days, seasons in our week, seasons in our month, and we're going to have moments. And sometimes it's okay to ask for somebody else to pick you up and to put their arms around you, but you need to be able to communicate that. I did not communicate that at all. And my logical partner, Tony, didn't 
give me what I needed because he didn't know what I needed because A, I didn't communicate and B, he's not a logical, he's not an emotional person. He is a very logical person. So combining the two, I can take responsibility by saying what I need and what would help for next time because there will be a next time. And that's why it's so important for you to sit with those feelings There will be a next time. You're not going to have an emotional moment only once in your life. And you don't need big reasons because you've had a whole lifetime of scenarios to bring you up to where you're at today. And my friend, you are human. I am human. I am showing up and sharing that I had a human day on Saturday and I slipped into emotional overload and there was absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with that. So don't think that there's anything wrong with you. If you don't know what to do to get over it, I'm going to give you some tips. Start taking care of yourself every single day. Move your body to expel energy. First thing in the morning, move your body to expel energy. Whatever energy is there is going to come out. Journal your thoughts every single day. I love to journal at night. So I go to bed with a fresh mindset and I wake up clear every single day. I love to journal at night. That's my preference. Some people like to journal in the morning and start the day fresh. What are your affirmations? Are you saying any gratitudes? Like I shared with you, I actually flipped the script when I started to calm myself down and I could catch my breath properly because I wanted to control my tears because I'm such a proud person (laughs) and the tears just couldn't stop. And I can't even say that you know, it was trigger after trigger. There were a few triggers. And then I am sure the dialogue in my head, I don't even know if there was a dialogue actually, because it was just tears. And that was the part that bothered me the most is I couldn't even flip the dialogue when there were just tears coming out, but the tears could have been a sign of release too. You don't need to question yourself. Just sit with it. It's uncomfortable, but uncomfortable is how you grow. So I journal I do my affirmations every day. I set intentions. I try to move my body. I think of gratitude every single day, things I'm gratitude I'm grateful for. And my friends, here's the thing. You're going to grow through it. Just like everything else in your life, you are going to grow through this. If you let yourself get over it. If you don't let yourself get over it, you're going to make it worse. You don't want to make it worse at all. I'm not saying bite your tongue. I'm not saying don't emotionally respond to things. I didn't respond to a few things. I just sat with them and I will respond at the right time, but I am in charge of my emotions. Most days, some days my emotions are in charge of me, but my point is it's not somebody else's emotions and somebody else's expectations that I am responding to. Again, that was former me. When I set my stage up, my day up, my life up with success, taking care of myself, I can handle those things in a proactive manner versus a reactive manner. So tears aren't a bad thing. Emotions are not a bad thing. Emotional overload is okay. You just want to think of how you're handling it and how often you are having them. Because if you're feeling emotional overload every single day, you might want to go talk to your doctor. If you're having emotional overload two or three times a year and you can manage that and you know why, and you have an idea, okay, 
if you've tried to take care of yourself and you're still having them and you can't get results, you know, you might want to talk to a coach and see what can be done differently and have them help you tap into your subconscious so you can make conscious choices. This is all part of a process of learning and growing, but you're not going to know which direction you want to grow in until you understand a little bit more where you're at. Again, you don't need to understand the why. You just need to accept that where you're at right now is for a reason. My emotional overload on Saturday could be for the fact that I can share this podcast and vulnerability with all of you and that I'm human too. And it's, I still cried. You know, it's not a matter of not having these things. It's how quickly do you bounce back to your normal, happy, joyful self. And if those words don't describe you and you are yearning for them to describe you, let me help you add a little magic and miracle to your life. Click my link tree in here. I would love to support you on your journey to health and happiness, help you keep your promises to yourself, taking your life from unbearable to unstoppable. Make it an amazing day, my friends. Until next week.